0: Today's episode is going to be pretty straightforward, and I'm going to share a lot of my heart on this topic. Um, It's also episode 140, which means we're only 10 episodes away from 150, which to me sounds like a celebratory number. No, we will not be having a big celebration, but I may do a little dance, and that's about it. (laughs) Because we just had a 100,000 download podcast party, and I'm pooped from that party. I don't know about you, (laughs) but I'm still feeling tired after all the partying I did at that party. So we're just going to celebrate with each other from my microphone to your earbuds when we reach 150 episodes. And celebrating is just fun. You know, we're about to hit a thousand members inside of the Facebook group like any day now. If you're not in there, you could be the literal 1000th listener this should probably be you. You should probably go join the Facebook group, Systemize Your Life on Facebook. Okay. The real point of today's episode is to talk about what to say and do when your family members literally don't understand that you have all of the hours in the world to answer all the phone calls and respond to all the text messages. And what do you even do over there all day long? You mean you can't come and volunteer 500 hours? You mean you can't help me with this and you can't run here and you're not just available all the time? What are you even doing over there? That's how you make money? What? That's weird. All of the judgment, all of the nanny nanny boo boos, all of the just really blank stares that you get from people, and some of even the passive-aggressive behaviors. We're going to talk about deep inside of today's episode. Grab a pen and paper, ladies. It's going to get fun. Let's dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me, and this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. I had a gal jump inside of the Facebook group, and I always ask, What are you struggling with? What's your number one struggle with juggling working from home and motherhood? And her answer was this that I constantly feel like my friends and family don't get it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, how have we not talked about this on the podcast? In almost two years, like a good solid year and a half of podcasting, how have we not talked about this? And we're going to talk about it today because the reality is, is that we are very different. Uh, I think the traditional role is that we stay at home and stay at home. Moms cook and they clean and they do play dates and they do all the fun things and they're there for everyone. And they bring nice, neatly packaged, store-bought only because you no longer can bring real goodies into the school. (laughs) Which by the way, if you just buy the vegan banana bread, I'm not vegan, but it's the best banana bread you've ever had in your life from Trader Joe's. It's in a cute little like loaf thing, you know, cardboard like loaf thing. I give that to everybody. That's what I give to teachers. I give it to everybody. You don't even have to bake it and they don't even let you bake things anymore and bring them in. So it's perfect. If you have a Trader Joe's next to you, get that as your gift to everyone. You can thank me later. The other like go-to thing is that you're a working mom and you go to work, you drop your kids off at daycare or you drop them off with a family member or you have a nanny come to your house. You have a sitter and you go to work and then you come home and then you have to do all of the mom things in the evening time and. Like, this is what people think. And I don't know if it's just a generational thing. It has to be, right? Um, but there's just a lot of catching up to do. And, and the online space, the online education space, the network marketing industry, like all of these things have been shown. The projections over the next five to ten years are nutsola, Like, super nuts. And so there's virtual assistants. There's people doing literally everything and women are learning that they can work from home. They can raise their children and they can bring in income. They can take what they're passionate about, what their skills are, what their hobbies are, and they can actually make an income off of it. Regardless if they want it to be a full blown business or if they just want to make enough income so they can afford their Starbucks every day. Like the The point is, is that they're really trying to do something with their time at home other than being a Susie Homemaker. And there's nothing wrong with being a Susie Homemaker. One of my best friends is literally a stay-at-home mom. She was a stay-at-home wife before that. She's had a career. She's got two bachelor's degrees. Like, she's wicked smart. She's run an incredible photography business at one point in her life. Like, she chooses to be a stay-at-home mom so that she can pour into her kids and pour into her husband and her home. But even still, even still, people don't understand that she is just so busy. Like, she's busy. She's got two small boys, and she's really busy. So, I mean, there's a whole conversation in and of itself right there, right, with that. But then there are these conversations, and I, like, I'm laughing because I've had them. I've totally had them, and the truth is that we're different. We're not either of those moms. We're not the mom that is not working and isn't looking to carve out time away from our home and our children and our husbands to work on a passion project or a job, right? And we're also not the woman that leaves and and goes to a job. And so you really, (laughs) we're going to talk about at the end of this episode what to say and what to do. But for a while here... In the next like five, 10 minutes or so, I really want to talk to you about what it looks like to be in this position and what we have to deal with because it's very easy to say here's what you should say and here's what you should do, but it's really hard to begin to incorporate that into who you are instead of just slapping something on as an automated response or action in response to what they say and what they give to you when they don't understand there's a lot of symptoms from this there's a lot of different things that can come up that you're encountering right now because people don't understand what you're actually doing and you can tell them so many times right but the truth of the matter is is that a lot of this comes down to other people passing judgment on the fact that you're doing something differently and them not understanding what that truly looks like. And I want you to realize that if a person isn't genuinely invested and looking out for your own health and well-being, there are those people that will come to you and will pose a question that is genuinely asking and they're trying to look out for your health and your well-being, right? There are those people. But if they aren't, If they aren't genuinely invested in looking out for your health and well-being, just know that their issues with what you're doing and how you're going about it are because it reflects a part of them that they aren't happy with. If there's anything that I've learned over the years, it's that protecting your peace is insanely important, and it's more important than any other single Thing that you could potentially do in your life it's more important than systems it's more important than time blocking it's more important than anything protecting your peace is absolutely vital and right now with what we've been going through <laughs> in the climate of our world let alone our country protecting your peace is absolutely vital I know I just posted inside of the Facebook group um yesterday I think I'm not sure when it was uh, recently about protecting your peace. And I I have very strong feelings about that. Maybe we should do a podcast episode on that. You can expect that in a week or two. <laughs> I, I'm calling it right now. But you know, as a work from home mom, you're called to do a very specific thing. We are all called to do very specific things with our life. And there is no way that you are going to be able to do that work while you're doing what everyone else wants you to do. And so the inkling of most nurturers and most people that care a lot about what other people care or think about them, especially with our friends and our family, right? Um, that of people pleasers, we want to be able to do what they understand. And sometimes that is our own coping mechanisms to deal with and to deflect the kind of attitude and the kind of negativity that we get from them or just the pressure, the comments, the questions, right? And so we just try and kind of fit into what they want us to be and we hide this other part of us. But let me say this again, you were designed to do something very, very specific with your life and your life only. And it was designed that way for you and for no one else. And there is not, it's just, it's literally physically (laughs) and always impossible for you to do someone else's work for your life while you're trying to do your own work for your life. You can't just become who you want to become if you're trying to become who your friends or your mother or your dad or your church or your whatever wants you to become, right? So, what we're going to do right now is I'm going to talk to those of you that have already set out upon this journey because some of you are going to be listening to this episode and you're like, I am a stay-at-home mom and I really do want to be a work-from-home mom or I might be soon and and you might be thinking about these things. But then there are lots of you that are already out there doing the thing that you want to do and you're working from home. And so I want to talk to you about this journey and doing something different from all of the people that are around you. Do it confidently, even if you're not confident. And that's hard. But I know that once you make a decision, and you already have made the decision, you just have to keep going. So regardless if everyone around you doesn't understand what you do from home, that's okay. Do it confidently and watch that entire thing change. And we're going to we're going to kind of get into that a little bit later in this episode. Don't make excuses at all for why you've chosen to do what you're doing. Just do it confidently, even if for a while you're super insecure about it. I've been insecure about my decisions many, many times. (laughs) I was talking with one of my closest friends and she's like, I feel like you're always cool as a cucumber. Well, of course. Everybody wants to put that off and I can be very prideful in that way. I think if, if I want to articulate it like that, I really do always want to be calm and collected. I think that there's strength and I think that there's wisdom in that, but I have my safe places where I retreat, where I open up my poor husband, <laughs> you know, I have, I have my journaling and I have my quiet time and, you know, obviously I have a relationship with Christ and, 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 and all of that helps me with that. But I, I I choose intentionally for my own level of success to go confidently in the direction of my dreams. I really, really do. And I want you to do that too, even when it feels super scary and you have no idea what you're doing. Ding, ding, ding. I had no idea what I was doing when I started this. And to be honest, the places that I want to go for the rest of the year and for the rest of the five years, I have no idea how to do them either, but I'm going there just I'm just going there, right? So just keep going. Okay, for those of you who struggle, right? Who haven't already gotten there yet and who struggle and wants to believe in that inner voice inside of them, like if you know that you wants to be doing something else other than the calling that you have right now as a mother and as a wife and as a person that's maintaining the home for the most part and you feel burdened by this other thing that calls you to do something whether it just be pouring into a hobby or an art or a craft or some kind of something right that's outside of those things I want you to ask yourself just this one question what if I don't what if I don't do what I was designed to do then what happens I was created to be uniquely me And what happens if I don't? If you don't decide to start that Etsy shop, what happens to you? What happens to that part of you in five years from now or in 10 years from now or in 20 years from now? And if you're okay with that, then that's okay. If you're not okay with that, then it's time to make different decisions. You have to ask yourself what happens to your children, what happens to your home, what happens to your happiness. And from there, what happens to your marriage And those are really important questions to ask yourself. Those are the questions that I asked myself before I said, I want to start a blog that then turned into a podcast that is now here where we are. I asked myself all of those questions and I heard very clearly that what happens is not what I want my life to look like. You might not have that answer, but that's only for you to know and only for you to decide. I can't be the person that tells you that. Whether or not you are coming to this podcast episode already going in the direction of of your dreams and running a business and working from home, or if you're not quite there yet, I think it's just really important that you know how to navigate your goals and what you want to do, especially when we're getting this pressure externally from people that don't understand what we do. I wish I would have known in my 20s how to navigate my will and my goals for me. I was constantly trying to fit myself like into someone else's box for me. God made my box amazing. (laughs) Like I don't need someone else's box and you don't need somebody else's box, right? Like the, the, the mold that you're supposed to fit in was made just for you. I said this at the beginning every person is uniquely crafted and designed for exactly what they're going to do. There will be some similarities between you and thousands, hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people on different levels, but all the way down to the uniqueness of you. Like you guys look at my brain. Like, of course I'm a work from home mom. I'm just like you, but does your brain create systems for every single thing? Probably not. That's why you're listening to this podcast. That's why I decided to follow this little thing that said you need to do the thing, right? And I just like looking back I wish that I would have really understood how to navigate my own will because I realized that I was navigating all of my decision based on what other people thought that I was supposed to be doing and I had no idea that I was doing that and you probably if you've never really sat down to think about this, are still doing that at whatever point in your life that you're in. And that is what needs to stop. That is what we're really going to address in today's episode when we talk about what to say and what to do when they don't understand, when your family and friends don't understand the reality of working from home. You have to be able to navigate the the will Right, Whether or not you are a believer and you think that that's God's will for your life or you don't, you still have this will for your life that will be played out by the choices that you make. And if you're letting other people in the external spaces of your life really influence and dictate that, you're going to make choices that are constantly coming in direct conflict with what you're supposed to be doing, which is why my 20s were so insanely hard. It's why I became a single mom, 100%. That is why I went through an insanely cyclical negative relationship because I was just constantly trying to make things work according to what I thought it was supposed to be instead of what it actually was supposed to be for me. So where do we start? where do you start with trying to help other people understand when a lot of the things that we just talked about are probably happening for you just like they happened for me either on a large scale or a small scale and maybe you're like i don't i don't care what other people think but they just don't understand and i would really ask you to question that a little bit more because if you don't care about what other people think about you then you're not probably going to be the ones to listen to this podcast episode. If you are listening to this, if you do make decisions trying to make other people feel comfortable with what you're doing, then you do care a lot about what they think about what you're doing as a work-from-home mom. And if you're shifting and trying to juggle things around to meet the needs of other people instead of just saying, hey, this is what I have to do today, and no, I'm sorry, I can't, that is what the, that is the practical approach. And so you need to look at where are you at on that pendulum. But truly what you need to do is you just need to get started. You need to start and then when they don't understand, if you're going in the direction of your dreams right now, if you are a work from home mom and you're doing it, great, you've already started. But if you haven't yet, just start, just start and keep going. And when they don't understand, When people around you do not understand the reality of what it's like to be a work from home mom, this is what you do. Two things. I need you to be forward and I need you to be patient. I want you to write down those two things. In every scenario, you have to be forward and you have to be patient. This is very hard for me. I can be forward with no other person on the planet than my husband. (laughs) And I don't know why. Poor Blaine. He loves that about me. That's why he picked me. He just didn't realize how hard it was going to be. <laughs> you guys, I I avoid conflict like the black plague with everyone but my husband. But I just have a real deep-seated desire for us to truly be connected on all levels most of the time. You know, like I really do care about that so much. So I'm very forward with him about what I see, what I observe, what I think, what I feel, like all the things, you know. Um, that's besides the point, but I just am, am bringing this up to you for you to know that being forward and being patient are not easy for me. I can be forward with Blaine, <laughs> but I can't have a hard time being patient with him. No, I am pretty patient. i am a I am a relatively patient person, but I think when you're talking about you know spending years of being a work from home mom and you're already... Working really hard at what you're doing, the last thing that you want to do is be patient with those around you. But I have come to learn that being patient and being forward are literally the keys to success here. So here's what you have to do. What does being forward actually mean? So you need to tell people what your boundaries are and don't be afraid of it because at the end of the day, you have to remember where, where are you going at the end of the day. You know, what is the goal? It's about protecting your peace, which we've talked about so many times. We have, me and you both, right? I'm talking, I'm preaching to you and to me here. You have to get to the point where you know, either confidently or not, right? You're either confidently going or you're just going, but that this is the choice that you have made. And the only way that people are going to start to see and understand that is through boundaries. So you have to show and tell people your boundaries. You can't just say, I have a boundary. You may not call me after 6 p.m. You just have to show them that by not responding to their text messages after 6 p.m., right? Like these are the kinds of boundaries that you have to put in place for them to understand. And when they say, Oh, you didn't answer my phone call last night. Yeah. I had to go to sleep. I have to get up early. When I get up early, I do my Bible study. I go work out and then I get my kids to school. Can you tell I've had to have this conversation? I've had to stick up for myself a lot, you guys, a lot. Like I just had a conversation with my brother the other day and love him to pieces. He means well, but it just goes to show what other people think is like, I have to schedule time to even talk to my sister. No, you don't. I just can't get back to you right away. And yes, we go to bed at 8, 830. And I tuck my phone away at the end of the day. And I focus on my children in the morning. And like, I try really hard to protect my peace, you guys. Like, and I work really hard at making sure that I'm crafting the life that I want to live and that Blaine and I want to live and that I want to be as a mother. And I really care about the growth of this business. I've invested a lot and I'm not just going to be frivolous with it. You know, I really care and you do too. And there are going to be people that say things to you that you just know they don't understand. And so if you continue to put these boundaries in place, they'll begin to get it. Doesn't mean they will be happy about it, but they'll begin to understand. Here's the other part about this, not just about boundaries, right? This is what being forward looks like. You have to be very clear on your own management of your time and your needs. Okay. So underneath this be forward thing, I want you to talk about, I want you to put a little thing that says boundaries whatever speaks to you in this episode about boundaries. You write down what's coming through to you on the boundaries that you need to put in place. Then I want you to talk about, underneath that, I want you to put down what we're going to talk about now. It's time management and your own needs. These will be places where you will find that your boundaries will need to be established in one of these two categories, okay? So when it comes to your needs, we're going to start with that. Do you know your fundamental needs? If you don't even know what that word is, then you need to go to chelseajo.co and download the workbook for your fundamental needs. It's completely free and it takes you through truly a mind-altering assessment that allows you to see how you have been taking care of yourself and if you have been honoring your fundamental needs or not and what your fundamental needs should be. Really what it is is your sustainable self-care. How are you caring for yourself so that you can be the mom that you want to be, the wife that you want to be, take care of your home and run your business, right? So, do you know what your fundamental needs are? You've got to get really clear about what they are. And are you putting them in your calendar and your paper planner every week? Yes or no? Say it out loud with me. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. <laughs> Whatever you just heard you say, that is what you need to follow through with, right? If you're doing that, awesome. I'm super excited for you. Keep doing it. Keep showing up. If you're not doing it yet, pop inside the Facebook group. We can support you in that completely. Okay, here's the second thing of this Are you communicating your needs? Are you making sacrifices in other comfy areas of your life, like sleeping in and all of the other things that you do that feel really good and that are comfortable, and making excuses, right? Using those as a crutch to stop from feeling the stretchy and the grow and the tug and the pull. Of diving into this life that you really want to have and growing in the way that you really want to grow. So, are you communicating these fundamental needs externally to other people in your life? Are you asking for help? Are you doing hard things? Are you nixing, sleeping in every single morning and getting up and diving into what you need to dive into that you've mapped out in your morning routine that you want to map out, right? Where are you at in that with your needs? Those are going to be really, really great boundaries that you start communicating just internally within your own home to your children and to your spouse. Now, let's talk about time. (laughs) Are you time blocking? (laughs) Where are your boundaries with your time? This shows everyone loud and clear that you are serious and that you actually are running a business from home. You're not just doing some cutesy tootsie thing. Even if you feel like in the back of your mind, your thing is just cutesy tootsie, get over it. It's not. I don't even care if it's not making money and it's volunteer work. Like that's probably even more important. No, it's not. But you know what I mean? Like there's still so much value in that. Even if your volunteering is going to the kids' school, right? Like all of these things that you feel like you're supposed to be doing is, is really important work. And what are you doing with your time to communicate that that work is really important? What do you, your kids see you doing with your time? What does your husband see you doing with your time? I will tell you that when I got really serious about what I was doing and I communicated to Blaine every week, Over and over and over again and over again and over again. And I just did it last week over again. I need 20 to 25 hours to run my business. I need it. I have to show up to work on time. Sometimes I might have to stay late. This is a job. And I like I have to. And when other people don't understand why I'm a stay-at-home mom and my kids are going to sitters, I tell them, because I'm bringing an income for my family, this is a job. This is my job. Like, I'm not going to stay up until midnight every single night so that I get sick, so that I get burnout, so that I eat comfort food, so that I literally cannot be there to support my kids just to make this work, right? Right. And so these are the types of things that I want you to start thinking about. What are you telling people about what you do from home when, with your time, right? So are you time blocking? That's all you need to do in order to start communicating that. It's just simply time blocking. That's how you make it very clear to everyone else that you mean business. <laughs> and really the question is, are you just trying to appease their loosely conformed ideas about what you're doing? Because that's basically what it is you know, they don't really understand. And so of course, they're going to pass judgment or they're going to think the things that they think. But I'll tell you what, they will begin to understand as you start to be extremely forward and patient when it comes to your time restrictions and what you're doing with your time as you get more confident in that. And you will get more confident in it the more you practice the first couple times it feels really weird and and i even have to learn how to be confident in this when it comes to my husband you guys i'm i know i'm going to get so many people that are like oh yeah this is good when it's like external but how do you do this with your husband right what if my husband doesn't understand what if my husband's the one that doesn't support me and blaine hasn't understood the whole entire time but i work insanely hard to be open and communicate my feelings with him and I'm just forward as forward comes and I try my hardest to be patient. And I just keep showing up to the table with the conversation of this is what I need. This is what this looks like. And I answer his questions and I pull things out of him because sometimes he doesn't even really know what to say. And I'm like, look, I know that you don't understand what I'm doing from the attitude, from the questions, from just the different kinds of ways that he interacts with me. And it's it's just something that you have to be forward about and be patient with. You have to just keep working through it. At the end of all of this, right, at the end of every single day, those really are the only two things that you can control and it is not your job to make others understand what you do. If you're forward and patient and they still don't budge, protect your peace. Draw hard lines in the sand with those people they're going to judge you. They're going to call you out. They're going to say hurtful things. They're going to stoop low and make you feel bad. They've done it to me. They'll do it to you. But the truth of the matter is that you know what you were called to do and you're going to do it. You're going to be forward about it and you're going to be patient. So that is what I think you should say and do when other people don't understand the reality of working from home. Now, I know we went pretty philosophical on that, and we got really deep into, you know, the why behind everything. Obviously, there's a lot of practical things that you could do, but those are going to be different for everybody. And um, I think that this is something that we all, as a community, um, as this micro-community of work-from-home moms that are listening to this podcast, um, Although it's not as micro as it used to be for all of you that are here and you're newer and you're listening, thank you for being here. The podcast downloads are growing so exponentially at this point, I can't really even wrap my brain around it. So keep sharing these podcast episodes, like literally press and hold on it and hit the share button and text it to your best friend, text it to somebody else, share it with your co working groups, share it in other Facebook groups, let other people know that there is reprieve, there's peace, there's joy, and there's comfort from pain in this micro community inside of Systemize Your Life. And I am honored and humbled to be the leader of this community. And I want all of you guys to be leading your friends and yourself and within your homes right along with me. That is all I have for you today. It's been fun hanging out with you from behind my mic as it always is. And I hope so much to see you over inside of the Facebook group until next time. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves?